You are listening to the YLM Sermon of the Week podcast with Apostle Willie Tolbert. Be blessed and refreshed by this relevant word from the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. Unto thee, O Lord, do we lift up our soul, O my God. We trust in thee. Let us not be ashamed. Let not our enemies triumph over us. For great is the Lord, he's greatly to be praised. And the name of the Lord our God is a strong power. The righteous run unto him and are saved. Do I have a witness in here today? My God, God is able. Amen. Tell two or three people around you, God is able. I'll say it like you mean it. Yeah, yeah, that's it. God is able. Amen. Praise God. Now give, give God some praise. Hallelujah. Put those hands together and bless the Lord this place. Amen. We give honor to God who's the head of our life, to his son, Jesus Christ, to the precious Holy Spirit. Amen. We honor, amen, Pastor Russo on this morning. Amen. Lady Franklinia on this morning. Amen. Pastor Mamie Talbert. Amen. Pastor Hector Pesantiford, Pastor Stephen Talbert, amen. Praise God. We give God praise for each and every one of you, amen. All of our pastors, amen. All of the leadership here at Yes, Lord, and Christ Temple. And those of you that are online, we greet you in the precious name of Jesus, amen. There's nobody like our God. I said, there's nobody like our God, amen. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Get your Bibles, if you would. Uh, Genesis chapter 22. Genesis chapter 22. Amen. We're going to look at, amen, verses 1 through 8. Amen. And then we're going to skip down a few verses. Amen. Praise God. Genesis chapter 22, verses 1 through 8. And those that are watching this live or watching our replay, amen. I want to say happy Father's Day. Amen. amen. Now, I'm, I'm this kind of guy. I'm going to tell you like it is. I'll tell you what I could back up in the Bible. I said happy Father's Day to all the men. I thank God for the women who had to raise young men and young kings but you could never be the father. I cannot birth a baby. This is Father's Day. Are y'all with me? Amen. So I just thought, I thought that I just set the record straight for us. Amen. Because I seen what my wife go through. I don't want to have to deal with that. Are you with me? Let me just do my job. <laughs> Amen. Praise God. Y'all all right? Wave your hands in the air. Amen. Praise God. All right. Genesis chapter 22. Want to look at verses uh, 1 through 8. I'll be reading out of the King James Version. So just in case there may different translation you may have, at least you know we're on the same block. And it reads like this. And it came to pass after these things that God did tempt Abraham and said unto him, Abraham, um, he said, Behold, here I am. And he said, Take now thy son, thine only son, Isaac, whom thou lovest, and get thee into the land of Moriah, 
and offer him therefore a bone offering upon one of the mountains, which I will tell thee of. Verse three, and Abram, Abraham rose up early in the morning and said, saddle his ass and took his two young men with him. And Isaac, his son, clave the wood for the burnt offering and rose up and went unto the place of which God had told him. There on the third day, Abraham lifted up his eyes and saw the place afar off. Verse 5. And Abraham said unto his young men, Abide ye here with the ass, and I will, I and the lad will go yonder and what? Worship and come again. Verse 6. And Abraham took the wood of the burnt offering and laid it upon Isaac his son. And he took the fire in his hand and a knife, and they went both of them together. And Isaac said unto Abraham his father, my father, he said, here I am, my son. He said, behold, the fire and the wood, but where is the land for a burnt offering? And Abraham said, my son, God will provide himself a lamb for a burnt offering, so they went both of them together. And, and can I read two more verses? Is that all right? And they came to the place which God had told him of. And Abraham built an altar there and laid the wood in order and bound Isaac, his son, and laid him on the altar upon the wood. Verse 10. And Abraham stretched forth his hand and took the knife to slay his son. Can I read two more verses? And the angel of the Lord called unto him out of heaven and said what abraham abraham and he said here i am and he said watch this now lay not thine hand upon the lad neither do thou anything unto him for now i know that thou fearest god seeing that thou hast not withheld thy son thine only son can i read one more verse uh-huh and Abraham lifted up his eyes, this is it, and looked, and behold, behind him was what? A ram caught in a thicket by his horns, and Abraham went and took the ram and offered him up for a burnt offering instead of his son. Got to read one more verse. And Abraham called the name of that place Jehovah Jireh, and he said to this day in the mount of the Lord, it shall be seen. I want to talk with you in the time that's allotted to me from this subject, next generation worship. Can you say that with me? Next generation worship. I want you to touch and agree with me on these several things. Reading his written word, hearing his spoken word, receiving the rhema word, we shall now begin to experience the manifested word, enjoy the fruits, prosperity, success, the victory protects of his word in Jesus' name. Would you lift your hands before the Lord and say, Lord Jesus, as the servant has decreed and declared, be it so in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, while you're standing, can you take your Bibles, whether you have your hardback, softback, on your phone, iPhone, Android, iPad, whatever, can you lift it up and say, this is my Bible. It is the word of God. I shall have what it says I can have. I will be what it says I can be. I will do what it says I can do. I will say what it says I can say. I am, I know I am, 
a living recipient of the manifested promises of God's word. You believe that? Give him a shout in this place while you take your seat. Amen. Next generation worship. As we look at the backdrop of this particular scripture lesson, there are several key things that as you're taking notes, I want you to observe in this lesson. First of all, God calls Abraham a name. If you, the only way you can really hear your name called when you with God is when you're in a relationship with him. Somebody say, tease today. What you say? Because usually when we're not in alignment with God, we hear a lot of voices. Am I talking to anybody? We hear a lot of voices, but it's important for us to be able to distinguish the voice of God. Because there will be some little G-O-Ds that will try to speak to you. What are you saying? I said they'll try to cause you to doubt. They'll try to cause you to fear. They'll try to cause you to just say it ain't worth it. They'll cause you to not believe in yourself. They'll cause you to just have nightmares. Am I talking to anybody here? Oh, my God, anybody praying for me? Watch this. So he calls him Abraham. And watch this now. And so then uh, the, the scripture says this. Why? God did tempt Abraham. Now let me explain something to you. When you see the word tempt here, it is not like somebody trying to seduce. The word tempt here shows Abraham that God trusts him. What are you saying? I'm asking you the question. When was the last time you knew you were tempted by God? Oh, my God. Y'all praying for me. Watch this now. So the text says, and he, and it came to pass after these things that God did tempt Abraham and said unto him, Abraham, and he said what? Behold, and the word behold means look. I love reading the King James Version. I know a lot of people, you know, I love the other versions too. But I love the King James Version, Pastor Say, because it enables me to really have to dig in deep to God to kind of explain it. Are you with me? So he says here, he said, behold, look, here I am. And then verse 2, he says, take now thy son, thy only son, Isaac, not the Isaac that was playing the drum. <laughs> Are y'all with me? That was free. Watch this out. So he says, watch this now, take now thy son, Isaac, whom thou what? Lovest, and get thee into the land of what? Moriah. Not the Mount of the Moriah. Not Mount Moriah, but a, the land of Mount Moriah. Because he said there is mountains in Moriah. I'm going somewhere today. Are you with me? So watch this now. I'm not done. Watch this. And offer him there for a what? Burn offering upon one of the mountains, which I will tell thee of. Now I got to break something down here. What God is telling Abraham, and Abraham is an example for us, is what is it that you love that you're not willing to give up? Are you with me? Is it your job? Is it, is it your family? Is, now, let me qualify the statement. He's not saying put your family out and evict them. But what he's saying is, would you allow your family to keep you from serving God, to keep you from worshiping God, from keep you from obeying God? Well, give me that which you love. Mm. I know we got some bankers in the house. When a customer walks up to the, the counter, they are looking to do an exchange. 
Are you with me? Whether they're getting, putting money in or they're getting money out, they're looking to make a what? Exchange. So when they make that exchange, they get something in replace of what they gave. <laughs> so God is saying, if you give him what you love, I'll give you something in exchange. <laughs> Somebody help me today. Are you with me? So here he says, give me what you love. Now, God was very specific with him. Because I know we got some scholars in here. You know that he had another son called Ishmael. But when you search scripture, Ishmael was not the promised child. But because God had spoken a covenant word for Abraham, he had to honor a vow that he said that I will bless the late, your loins. Are you with me? So Ishmael came from his loins, but he was sent him. Now, I'm going to make, I know this is Father's Day, so I'm going to make the sister smile today. Sarah was going to happen. She, she wasn't going to have it. She just wasn't going to have it. it. But it's so amazing. Y'all, when y'all get a chance to do the study on the scripture, why would Sarah allow Hagar to be in the house, but when she did something she couldn't do, she wanted her out? My God, my God. She sound like a woman of color. That, that, right, that's for you. Watch this now. So here's the text. Here's the text. So he says, take thy son, thine only son. Something else is very interesting about this text is that he does not say this to Abraham in front of Sarah. I'll paint a picture for you. Just stay with me. Watch this now. So here the text says, he says, and Abraham rose up early in the morning and saddled his ass and took two of his young men. I'm a, can I call him armor bearers? Miss Edwards took two of his men with him. And I, oh, I got something else to say. Watch this now. <laughs> Excuse me, I had a little moment. So he took with him, watch this now, two of his men, Pastor Hector. You cannot bring everybody to you to this next place. God, you made it. Thank you. <laughs> Oh my, I know y'all got some booze, some homies, some dogs. You cannot bring everybody with you to this next place. God is taking you. Don't worry, I'm going to bring clarity on because some of you probably want to kick some folk out your car. Watch this out. So the text says, and Abraham rose up early, took two of his young men with him, and Isaac his son, and clave the wood, which meaning he held the wood, the burnt offering, and rose up and went into the place which God told him. There on the third day, Abraham lifted up his eyes and saw the place there far off. Here's another thing you want to look at. When God is speaking to you, let me just, because I know when Lord spoke to me, he told me to do, hold, hold on, let's slow up the road. When God speaks to you, he does not bring confusion. I want to say something, but because this is recorded and they might be sitting in here right now, I'm just going to be like this. But I've had people, Pastor Osa, that said God said something. So we said, all right, all right, where you going? I don't know. I'll never forget. When I mentioned to late Dr. Torrent, my father, I said that, I said, um, I believe the Lord's calling me the pastor. He said, all right, here's what he said. Go back. Talk to the Lord again, make sure he is clear. He did that even with me on my initial sermon. But I said, God, I feel the Lord, Lord is uh, 
called me to preach. All right, because back then it was a lot of people. Yeah. So anyway, I, I went back. I was like, no, nah, I'm going to tell you how I felt. I was like, I said, God said, ain't you a man of God? I didn't tell him that, you know, but I was just thinking, I was like, well, God, I went to him and I told him what you said, but he told me to go back. Here's what God, here was a test. Can you be obedient? Can you come out yourself and really hear God? Because watch this. God knew, my pastor knew that there was going to be some obstacles that I would be confronted with later where I'm going to need to have the stability and discipline to be able to handle it. <laughs> can, can, I know it's Father's Day. Can I give you a Father's Day message? Let me tell you something. Standing up here looks easy because we walk in a grace that God has given us for the assignment. Y'all know how on social media, and ain't one of these assignment. Well, I knew my assignment, and I knew that it was going to cost. Even our name, yes, Lord, those of you that have been around for a while and know the history, there was one day, I'm, we've probably been in the ministry probably like eight years, nine years, whatever, and one day I'm shining my shoe. I wasn't at the altar. I was shining my shoe, but it was a day of fasting. I was shining my shoe, and the Holy Spirit brought to me, Lady Francina, he, he said to this, are you ready to say yes, Lord? I said, ready? I thought I had already been saying ready, yes, Lord. And here's what he said. He was not looking for my emotional response. He was looking for my heart response. See, there's a lot of people emotionally when they feel good. Yeah, what you want? I'll clean up the church. I'll wash the dishes. Hey, what you, you need a ride? Uh, I'm happen to be going. I happen to be going your way. Are y'all with me? But when I said yes, Brother Brown, Deacon Brown, watch this now. When I said yes, it wasn't even only 60 seconds later. Looked like all hell broke loose. I was like, all I said was yes. And wasn't nobody else in here but me and God. God, I feel the Holy Ghost. Somebody give God a praise. Watch this. So what God was letting me know, like Daniel, the scripture says Daniel prayed and God sent the answer, but it took 21 days for the manifestation. He said, I heard you from day one. But what was it? It's a Spirit that wants to keep you from your destiny, want to keep you from your purpose, want to keep you from being obedient to God, to want to distract you and to discourage you. But I'm here to tell you, greater is he that's within you than he that's in the world. You are more than a conqueror. Somebody ought to give him some praise right there. So the text says, he calls Abraham. Abraham is willing to be obedient. Now, there's another thing, too. In the book, Think and Grow Rich, Napoleon Hill says this. He says, tell the world what you're going to do. But he says, show them first. Some folks, when they hear you say God said something, everybody who you think may be with you, not really with you. Sometimes they're spies. Sometimes they want to get the intel to see how they can sabotage you. 
Am I in the right house or not? Oh, 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 let me, can, can I come down your block? Can I come by? Especially sometimes those that wear a cross. Listen, you got to be able to discern the spirit of God. The scripture does not say try the spirit by the spirit, but it said try and see if it is the by the spirit of God. You got, but you got to have him first, not it. You got to have him. Am I talking to anybody here? So he calls Abraham. He calls him. And so he didn't tell them nothing. The only thing he told them, now this is something that's this, this going to mess with a lot of people right here, but it's going to help you. Watch. He tells them now. He's like the Holy Ghost moment. Watch this. He tells them to come with him. But then he says, you wait here. Now, remember, this is next generation worship. So they had everything we normally do 10 o'clock on Sundays. They had everything we usually do in Bible study. They had everything we usually do in praise and worship. But now he's telling us, stay here while me and my son go to worship. I thought, this is for the folks that want titles. I thought that what I had been doing all this time was worship. And you telling me to stay here? I, I, you better hope I'm here when you get back. Are you with me? I will put you through the sifter to let you know, are you truly prepared for your next level? Are you really prepared for this next anointing that you've been asking me for? Are you really ready for next generation worship? So look at the text. Look at the text. So he says this. He says this. So he said, y'all stay here while me and the lad. Now, this is so amazing. He doesn't call Isaac his son. He said, me and the lad. Y'all help me. Can I break it down this way? He wanted them to understand that where we get ready to go has nothing to do with family. This is spiritual. So I don't want you to stigmatize Isaac by just saying, oh, he just bring with him because he's his son. You know how I forget. Ah, that's the son. So yeah, of course you know he's going to look at him. It's called so he made a distinction and said, while I and the lad go younger. So what he was doing, he was breaking off the memory. He was doing something spiritually. Y'all all right? Wave your hands in there. Right? So he was doing something spiritually to let them know, don't be carnal. I don't know who I'm speaking to that this relevant for, but this next move of God, you cannot afford to be carnal. What is carnal? Carnal is when you act more in the flesh than you are in the spirit. First Corinthians chapter three said that ye are drinking milk. Are you with me? I know the full part of it, but it's letting you know that you're not able to eat meat because you're still on meat. No, you're still on your mama. Are you with me? So the text, y'all are right. My time is going. Watch this now. So he says this, 
So he says, and, and he's verse five, and he said unto the young man, abide here. The word abide means I want you to wait. You ain't following me. Now, I know there's some armor bearers that said, look, you ain't going to the bathroom with by yourself. I'll stand outside the door, but this is where we get ready to go. Mm -mm. That, get, can I just break this down? Even when I'm starting to praise God, my armor bearers already know this. When I start praising God, if I'm starting to shout, don't touch me. Don't touch me because I'm in a zone. Now, please understand for the benefit of those that who don't know nothing about this, you got to watch who lay hands on you. You got to watch who touch you because why? They, 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 they call Satan, the Bible calls Satan the anointed cherub. So that meant he had an anointing, but it may not been purified. It was contaminated, but yet he was anointed because God created him and put the grace in him, put the anointing in him for his assignment. Am I talking to anybody? So the text says, the text says this, watch this. And so, um, and Abraham and the young man um, got that worship again. We, oh, we're going to come back. That's what he says. And we're going to come back to you. Watch this now. Verse 6. And Abraham took the wood and the burnt offerings and laid it upon the, uh, 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 Isaac, his son. Now it's his son, the scripture, right? And he took the fire in his hand and a knife. And they went both of them together. Verse 7. And Isaac spake unto Abraham and said, my father. He said, father. He said, my father. And he said, here I am, my son. And he said, behold, the fire and the wood, but where's the land for the burnt offering? Now I'm going to share something with you on this. This is Harvard understanding of scripture. When there is a repeating of your name or of someone's name, it's to bring emphasis something, which means get silent, hear what God wants to say. Are you with me? So when he said, Abraham, Abraham, he's getting his attention. When he says, my father, he says, what is it, my son? He's letting them know, okay, there I was a lad to them, but I'm your son here. You taught me how to worship. I'm giving it a go somewhere. You taught me how to worship. I see everything that we usually use at Christ's temple. I see everything that we usually use at Yes Sort Ministry. I see everything that we usually use at our church. But what is going on? There are some things that you're not going to be able to read it. You're going to have to see it. The other Sunday, we shared that Yes Lord Ministries is a church of signs, wonders, and miracles. It ain't distinct to Yes Lord. It's the body of Christ. He said, these signs shall follow those who what? Believe. He didn't say Baptist, Catholic, Pentecostal, Methodist, Presbyterian. Nope. He said, these signs shall follow those. But you don't hear a lot of churches talking about the signs, the wonders, and the miracles. They believe. Why are you telling those people believe all of that? And you see what's happening to people dying, all that. That's life. Y'all all right? Wear your hands in there. Watch this now. So then I'm almost done. Watch this now. And so then he says, what? Abraham said, my son, verse 8, God will what? Himself. God will provide himself a lamb. 
Now, I need to paint this part of the picture for you because why? You got to understand, Abraham, if you allow me to exegete this text this way, Abraham was not feeling like speaking in tongues at this moment. He was not feeling like jumping up and down, praising the Lord with the organ playing. He had some concerns going on saying, God, you're going to have to stabilize me because I got to talk to this young man who you're expecting to be my legacy and continue this ministry. God, I need a faith right now that is supernatural so I don't speak out of my feelings. So he said, my son, God will provide himself a lamb. He didn't know where it was coming from. Stop being so deep thinking you know everything God get ready to do. You don't. Even prophetic people don't know everything. They got to wait on God. If somebody thinks they got everything, you better watch the word they're giving you. They got something called charismatic curse. Matter of fact, scripture said there'll be some that got prophet titles, apostle titles. When they come before God, they're going to say, God, we cast out demons in your name. We heal the sick in your name. He said, yeah, you did, but you, you did it on your own. You did it on the gift, but not the true calling. Whoa, that's the whole teaching. Watch this now. So well, let me hurry. Let me hurry. Y'all all right? Wave your hands in there. Watch this now. And he said, verse 8, he said, God will provide himself a land. For a what? Burnt offering. So they went both of them together and they came to the place where God told him and Abraham built an altar and laid the wood in order and bound Isaac, his son, and laid him upon the wood and Abraham stretched forth. Him. Now this is something. I read this text. I've heard it preached so many years. Now, all up until this point, we hear about the wood and we hear about the fire, but we don't hear about the fire right now. I got, when I get to heaven, I got some questions. Watch this now. <laughs> All right. So watch this now. So he took the knife to slay his son. Watch this now. And the angel Lord called him out of heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham, watch this, remember distinction, right? And he said, here I am. And he says, what? Lay not thine hand upon thy son, because you told those young men we coming back. Do you not know that God told Abraham, even in Genesis chapter 11, chapter 12, he says, speak those things which are not as though they were. In other words, he says, he's letting them know that don't despise the day of small beginnings. I don't know who I'm talking to in that this is relevant for, but I'm here to tell you, you don't go by social media. Because I found out there's some fakes. Anybody know about Canva? Canva. Canva is where you can create artwork. You could put people in. You, you can do all kinds of things. I, I, I even, Deacon Brown, I fixed it where I had an audience at a podium. And I was speaking to them in the demonstration. But I didn't know none of them. I'm saying amen. They weren't speaking. What am I saying? People can create all kind of things on social media. So don't get caught up in there. I thank God for the platform. 
but don't get bamboozled by it because you've got some folks that will tell you even on Clubhouse, leave your church, then they want you to come to them. I'm like, the devil is a liar. That's a free one. Watch this now. So let me hurry. So watch what he says. And so verse 12, he said, lay not the sun. He says, I know, oh, 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 this is good. He said, I know that thou what? Not hear me, fear me. See, there's a lot of folk God speaking to, and they do hear him, but they don't fear him. The word fear in this text is not that you are afraid, but that you reverence him above everything else. Because when he used EST, any English majors in here, he's adding a suffix to it, which means it's some other distinction to it. Now, I don't have time to go into the full analogy of it, but I'm here to tell I know that thou fearest me. Because if you're willing to sacrifice something you love for me, oh, I got you, I got you, I got you. Are you with me? Y'all all right? Wave your hands in there. Watch this now. So the text says this. Verse 13, and Abraham lifted up his eyes and looked, and what? What, 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 He looked, and behold, behind him was a what? 13, verse 13, if y'all got your Bible. A ram, what? How long? I got a preacher in the midst. What's that? How long was that ram there if it was caught? Usually when something is caught, it makes a noise. He said he looked around and there was a ram, what? Caught. Now, I'm, I'm going to help you right here. Y'all ready? And as I was studying and meditating on this lesson, here's something God showed me. He said a lot of our answers are already caught. But we can't hear it or see it until we're in the place to receive it. God did not allow the young men to come because if they would have been there, they would have said, well, we helped them. We're the ones that brought it. If it wasn't for us. So God said, no, no, ain't nobody going to get credit for this but me because my glory will I not share with no man. So watch the text. Watch the text. This is good. Watch this now. So, so he, I can rush now. Watch this. He took the ram, offered up for burnt offering instead of his son. And Abraham called the name of the place, what? Jehovah Jireh, and said to this day, in the mount of the Lord it shall be seen. The name Jehovah Jireh means what? Okay, now this, if you're taking notes, you're going to want to write this down. When you're in this next generation of worship, you never, ever have to worry about provision. Because you're in a place now of supernatural provision. Now, I know some are hearing you in the spirit. Watch this. Uh, some of you are saying, but you don't know. I got debt right now. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people got debt. Matter of fact, I heard Robert Kiyosaki say this is a good thing to have debt. But it's the right kind of debt. Uh, <laughs> watch this now. So, so you got supernatural provision. The next thing is that God's going to speak a prophetic word to you while you're in this next generation of worship. Watch this now. 
So here's what he said. He says in verse uh, 15, and the angel Lord called to Abram out of heaven the second time and said, by myself have I sworn, said the Lord, for because thou hast done this thing and hast not withheld thy son, thy only son, that in blessing I will what? That's verse 17. I will what? Bless you. In multiplying I will what? Thy seed as the what? Stars of heaven and as the sand which is upon the seashore and thy seed shall what? Possess the gates of the enemy. Something else is getting ready to happen. Watch this now. Because you were obedient to God, there are people who are going to be benefactors of your obedience. Some of you don't understand why you're going through the hell you're going through. It's because God has chosen you to be a... Y'all ready? A generational changer. Watch this. Watch this now. Watch this. Ooh, I had a Holy Ghost moment. Watch this now. And so, so the text says, he says, I will bless the... He never says, add. He said, I'm going to bless, bless, multiply, multiply. Any math whizzes in here, you know, anytime you do two times two is what? Four. But when you do two to the tenth power or to the, y'all with me? It, now, we got engineers in here. Your number is more than quadruple. It is greater than. Anybody ready for a greater than blessing? I'm saying anybody ready for a greater than? I said, anybody ready for a greater than? Now watch this. Watch this. Watch this now. Watch this. It says, I bless it. That in I will bless and multiply in multiplying. All right. He said that now in verse 18, and in thy seed shall all the nations of the earth be what? Blessed because thou obey my what? Voice. Now verse 19, and I can get ready to close here. But before I give you verse 19, got to bring this in because Pastor, you said Next generation worship. Watch this. Who was with Abraham? Isaac. Isaac is what? Next generation. We as fathers have a responsibility to teach the next generation how to worship God. Oh, go away. Y'all ready? Y'all ready? Because watch this now. Sarai could nurse it and even birth it. But there was something, if you study Jewish culture, the mother always teaches home economics, but it's the father that teaches skills. Am I helping anybody? Search them out. Watch this now. And so here in the text, Abraham is showing his son Isaac how to walk by faith and not by sight. I don't know who I'm talking to this relevant for, but I'm here to tell you, you're not going to understand everything that God is having for you to do, but trust him. But you don't know what I've been going through. I don't have to know. He knows. I'll never forget this. Uh, 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 Charles Stanley said all of us are either in a storm going through a storm or heading to a storm. And then uh, Tony Evans, I'd never forget this over 30 some years ago. I heard him say this. He says that uh, he and his wife was on a cruise ship. 
and said that all of a sudden that there was this major storm and, and said that his wife says, because, you know, she felt like, look, my husband's in charge of this group here and uh, we got some juice. All the ladies, y'all can close your ears if you want to. Brothers, there are times you're going to have to stand up. Brother, there are times you got to have, one of my friends, she wrote in a post, she says something like this. I'll try to remember it all good. If not, I'll just give you the proper version. But it went something like this. She says she loves a man, her man, she was very specific, her man when he can give her the love she wants, tell her when he needs to say no, but yet still empowers her. You, you got what I'm saying? So, and I said this some years ago. A real man don't mind a strong woman. No, a real man don't mind a strong woman. Just don't want to dominate me. Am I talking to you? See, men are known to be hunters. Oh, Lord, that's a whole nother teacher right there. But what am I saying? Women are nurturers. Are, are, are you with me? So watch this now. If a man see that a woman trying to be like him, he like, yo, you shit. What, what, what you want? I mean, you trying to take my place? Nah, that ain't going to happen. You have to leave me. You have to leave me. Because I know my place. I went through hell in my place. I worked hard to be in my place. I know who I am in my place. So that ain't happening here. You, you got to walk. I provide for you. I care for you. I love you. My wife, no. 47 years. You know what I'm saying? I ain't doubted every eye. God said, man, how you been married? So I said, man, I'm still practicing. So Abraham had to make certain he taught Isaac next level worship. Why was that important? Watch this now. Something else. I got to help you with this so I can close. Got nine minutes. Watch this now. So he says in the text, he says, so, oh, 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 remember God said, I'm going to bless you, multiply you. Ready for this? You know how some prophetic words, it look like it's going to be forever happening. But I'm, and then there's some words that look like they happen. Like, whoa, what? Yo, watch this now, verse 19. And in thy seed, verse 18, say, in thy seed shall all the nations be blessed of the earth, be blessed, right? Because thou hast what? Obeyed my voice. Now watch this. So Abraham, verse 19, returned to his young men, and they rose up and went together to what? Beersheba. And Abraham dwelt in Beersheba. But verse 20, this is really key. I didn't get a chance to read this to y'all, but I'm going to read it now. Verse 20 says, and it came to pass that after these things, that it was what? Told Abraham saying, what? The prophecy already started. When you read that 20th verse, it's because some of y'all might not have the same Bible. Behold, Micah, she has also born children to thy brother. Uh, watch this now. And hers, his firstborn. And Buzz, his brother, and Kimiel of the father Aram, and Chesed, um, and Habba, Hazel, right? And Pildash, 
and Zipta, right? And Bethuel, verse 23, and Bethuel begat Rebekah. These eight Micah did bear to Nahor and Abraham's brother and his concubine, whose name was Rimruma. She bare also Tabah and Garham. I know these names are probably butchering them. And Thahas and Mahath. What am I saying? They were not there when he got the word. But God said, I'm going to show you manifestation of what I already promised you because you got next generation of worship. So, as I conclude, I want you to understand, fathers, everybody listening, this next generation of worship, oh, why did you read those names? Well, I read those names so you could understand this next generation of worship also put you in a whole nother level of prosperity. Now, let me just help you. There's a lot of teachings against prosperity. There's a lot of teachings against wealth. There's a lot of teachings in the, I'm talking about from the church who said they're part of the body of Christ, but yet they must not read 3 John verse 2. Above all, I would that you prosper, be in health as your soul does prosper. I don't just want you to be able to speak in tongues. I want you to be able to have money. I'm, do, I'm doing a search right now. I'm doing some research because we've got so many preachers in here. I'm not going to let it out all right now. But I'm doing a research to show culture and what's the, the theme of most of the teachings of various cultures. Are you with me? Because something... It, you got to understand, God is not coming back for a anemic bride. He's coming back for a weak church. He's coming back for a potent body. Somebody that is ready to be adorned as the bride of Christ. And I don't know about you, but I plan to be up in the number. I plan to get my matching that's up in heaven. I know I'm going to heaven. What about you? So this next level generation of worship is going to require commitment. You can't only do when the sun is shining. How many folks looked out the window to see if it's going to rain or if it's going to snow or if it's going to be real nice to determine whether or not they're going to church? Can I just speak to you, tell you the truth? If that's where your level of worship is, you're restricting yourself from potent blessings. You're settling for a little dibba-dabba doo-doo. I'm just saying, it's the scripture. To whom much is given, to whom much is required. All right? But Abraham and Jeremiah said, Behold, I'm the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? I don't know who I need to speak this to, but I want to encourage you today that if you are a leader, you don't have to have a title. If you are a leader, start working on your faith mentality. Can I help you? Start working on your faith mentality and ask God to sharpen your discernment. Because some things we're going to be encountering, we're going to need to have faith, and we're going to need to know, is this really God? I'm minded of an illustration. 
there's a story told, uh, Pastor Arusha, of an African missionary said that there was these particular denominations. I don't want to mention because it might be somebody's cousin. But this particular denomination went over to another country and act like there was all of that in a bag of chips. So they supposedly had went to this funeral and said at the funeral, the, uh, the, the person was there. And, 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 and so while all these people, the missionary, because, you know, he wasn't dressed like them and, you know, they felt like, oh, that's so nice, you know. And you got to watch who you downplaying. I just need to say that. You need to watch who you downplaying. So the, so the missionary went up to the casket. So he's in front of the, and I got to understand, those particular potentates, that already did a conference or whatever it was, but there was no move. <laughs> Are you with me? But how many know God would get free advertisement? You just wait till all the naysayers get together. That's why you're going through what you're going through. Because you're getting ready to get a testimony. You, you're getting ready to have a praise report. You, you're getting ready. Am I talking to the right people or not? I say, God, get ready to do something major for you. I don't know who I'm speaking to, but get ready. Write this date down. Put the time down. God, get ready to manifest a miracle in your life. So it says, young missionary went up to the coffin. Said, Father, is this you or is this the devil? He said, it's me. All right, I got you. In the name of Jesus, rise up now. Said the young man that was dead, got up. I said, the young man that was dead got up. I said, the young man that was dead in the coffin got up. Listen, I'm telling you, I've seen miracles like that. Never forget, we were at the airport. I was uh, president of a men's convention at the time. It was our first convention. I was, I was, it, I was getting adversity on all fronts, including internally. I, I was getting, so we went there. We had some men that was on the plane. And we, we got to the airport, and it was kind of warm in that airport. And one of the brothers, he, he was bigger than Brother Edwards. Right? He was bigger than Brother Edwards. But watch this now. He all of a sudden, well, not all of a sudden, but he, he fell back. And Lady Franklina, his eyes were like rolled back. I said, the devil is alive, not on my watch. I said, Father, in the name of Jesus, I take authority over this. I command him to. Now, I decree that he shall live and not die and declare the wondrous works of the Lord. The, the hospital came, got him, right? Took him to the hospital. How about that? He stayed overnight. How about that next day he was at the convention? Praise God. Now, please understand. I'm not saying it was me. I was just saying I had to trust God for real. We have been fasting, been praying. I'm, I don't know who I'm talking to that this relevant for, but I'm here to tell you keep on fasting, keep on praying, keep on trusting God, even it look like all hell breaking loose. God can make to bring you through the storm. Let me finish that story about, about, about um, Tony Evans. So his wife said she was looking for the um, captain of the ship and said, um, they went and asked, the, you know, Father Procol says, uh, I want to shoot the captain because I want to ask him why we, he allowed this ship to go in a storm and what he planned to do with it. Said the captain did not come out to her, did not address her personally. Here's what he did. Since she sent word, he sent word. That's why you got to watch the giants you're dealing with. Sent word to her to tell her that this ship was designed with this storm in mind. So what, are you, so what are you saying? I'm saying you were designed 
with the storm in mind. Give me some scripture. He who hath begun a perfect work shall complete it and perform it to the day of Jesus Christ. But you are the righteousness of God. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. In Jeremiah 18, behold, the potter, when his clay was marred, he broke it and made it all over again as seemed good to the potter. So what you may be going through is some of your brokenness. But God is not going to leave gaps in your life. He's going to put you back together. To anybody here, because God is looking for true worshipers. Stand to your feet. I'm done. Give God some praise right now. Woo. Come on, bless them right now. Bless them right now. Give God some praise right now. Come on, bless them right now. Woo, my God. Next generation worship. Anybody ready to go to that next level? I'm here to tell you that next level, you're about to get an anointing. You're about to walk in a grace. You're about to cast out demons and devils. You're going to lay hands on the sick. You're going to walk in rooms, and they're going to recognize the favor of God on your life. They're going to recognize the anointing that's on your life. You ain't going to have to say nothing but show up. Ah, I need to encourage somebody right now. Don't allow nobody. Paul told Timothy, don't allow nobody to despise your youth. And in that text, because Timothy was a little bit older, what he was saying to youth, allow me to interpret this way, was also because you may not have what other folks have. Don't allow them to despise you. Take the posture you belong to God. Not arrogant and cocky. No, no, that ain't necessary. Just be who you are in God. No. Give God some praise. Would you? Every person listening, whether you're here or you're virtually, Pray that this lesson encourage you that you will know that what God is doing is ushering you. Ooh, thank you, Holy Spirit. Watch this. Do you not know that some storms are designed to blow stuff away that's not connected to you? And also, some storms are designed to push you in the direction God calls you. I'm a mess with you right now. Are you ready? Because some of you were stuck on procrastination. Some of you were just moving too slow. God said, I got a timing that's already set for you. And I need you to be at the right time. Because if you said, Everything the Lord has for me is for me. Stop saying it if you're not going to move. But make sure you move with the grace of God. Are you with me? So we want to encourage you right now that there are three opportunities going to present. One is for salvation. Lord, I need you. Partner with YLM financially using the following methods. 
YLM mobile app. Text GIFT to 1844948395. Cash app dollar sign Yes Lord M. On Givelify, search for Yes Lord Ministries in Kimmelworth, New Jersey. Our website. Visit www.ylmconnect.org and click donate. Mail checks and money orders to Yes Lord Ministries, Post Office Box 425 Union, New Jersey 07083. Download the YLM mobile app and stay connected with our ministry 24-7. On behalf of our lead pastor Steve Tolbert, our senior leaders Apostle Willie Tolbert and Apostle Mamie S. Tolbert and the Yes Lord Ministries church family, thank you for joining us and welcome home.